Hey, what's up, listener? Thanks for pressing play. This week on the Jock and Nerd podcast, we've got a new trailer for Venom. Danny Rand is getting his mask for the second season of Iron Fist on Netflix. The Disney Fox merger is a done deal. Geek boner. We'll give you the rundown on all the IP Disney will now own. We got an update on the James Gunn situation, and MoviePass is on its last legs. Plus, we answer some great questions sent in by you, the listener, as we get caught up on emails and voicemails, all in this edition of the Jock and Nerd Weekly for Thursday, August 2nd, 2018. Check. Check one. All right. This is really fans out there. Let's give it up. Jock and Nerd. Funny. Disturbing. Yo, what's up, what's up, what's good, listener? Thanks for joining us and hanging out. Welcome to the Jock and Nerd Podcast, where you're going to get comic book and superhero, TV and movie news, reviews, and whatever we choose. Jock and Nerd. I choose death. You do not choose death, <laughs> rock boy. My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. <laughs> he's the jock. And he's the nerd. And and that's the rock boy choosing death for some reason. Why, Russ? Yeah, I'm sweating my fucking felty balls oh no poor rugs oh, shit. it's uh no ac in your felty cave there huh no it's just one of those unusually like muggy days yeah and it's raining and it's just for some reason stifling me with like i'm like like i guess that it's not dry enough for like my uh my moisture to dissipate <laughs> what moisture your felt just go full bare Look, felt I, that's what Air i'm saying i am absorbing the I'm like like a sponge. I'm absorbing what's in the air. Yeah, he weighs twice like as much <laughs> as you usually do. Hang in there, rugs. Maybe we'll get your mind off it and get you into some uh, healthy debate here. If you are probably a, not, probably not. It'll probably just make you want to shoot and there's yourself. A fucking, there's a fly in here. Oh great, this is it's over. Somebody touch my spaghetti. <laughs> Look, this is. I'm giving you a, a warning. You might hear like a kerfuffle. Yeah. All right. Like it's me killing this thing. Well, you've knocked shit over in the past trying to get a yeah, fly on the show. Yeah, it's but it'll hilarious. just be right because when I see this motherfucker, he's <laughs> he's dead. He's going down. If you're yeah. a new listener, check out our website, check out the show notes, jockinner.com slash two three three, where you will find links for everything we're gonna talk about in this episode and links on how to subscribe for free. That way you never miss a show. It comes right to you. Uh, before we get to the news, Anthony, once again, it's Lollapalooza weekend here in Chicago. Nerd. You know what that means, right, everyone? Uh, there's people actually playing instruments? I'll be watching it on YouTube. Oh, God. That's what that means. Anthony, are you partaking this year? I will be there. Oh, shit. Oh. Hey, well, look. Wanted wow. to say shout out to listener Jordan Radford. Is she there? She came in from Oklahoma. She's in town for Lollapalooza. You may run into Jordan. Oh no! Look kidding. for a girl with bright. I thought pink she hair. wasn't. Uh, I thought she wasn't doing Lala. No, she's. I've seen her. I follow her on Facebook, and she's posted photos that she's at Lala. So if you run into her, give her one of these. Talking nerd. She don't really have to because she's a listener. But uh, who are you uh, looking forward to seeing at the Lala, Anthony? Uh, tomorrow I'm going tomorrow, so Friday, August third. Bruno Mars is the big oh, headliner. Oh, that's not oh, bad. 
Yeah. That's not bad. Arctic Monkeys, I think, is tonight. And then... Uh, there's a bunch. There's yeah, a lot. Yeah, there's a bunch. It's the always a good time. weekend is Saturday. Jack White. There's a bunch. Did you know that there is a full-on po- protest on Lakeshore Drive in Chicago right now to disrupt Lollapalooza traffic? Why? That's, that's I stupid. forget why. Exactly. That's stupid. I, don't I mean, know they why. might be protesting something noble, but to interrupt things that don't matter. Somebody is protesting something, shutting down Lakeshore Drive, fucking things up for Lollapalooza right now in Chicago. So I hope that all works out fine and uh, you get to the you get to the venue on time. I'll be there. <laughs> all right. Let's get to the news, you bastards. The Jock, Jock and Ned Podcast. And we should probably start with the whole Disney Fox thing, but fuck it. There's a new Venom trailer oh, <laughs> out, and uh, boy, do I have thoughts on the latest movie to feature Tom Hardy covered up, uh, so he's muffled, and he's always, in every movie, he's got like a fucking face mask on with this guy. I don't understand what the deal is. I don't really like his face, do you? Well, yeah, I mean, I think it does work out better that way when there's a yeah. cage around your face in every movie. Okay, so this is the second Venom. It's technically the third, but I'm not counting that first fucking trailer that had no Venom that they should never have put out for some reason. So second Venom trailer, we get a little more action. We see more symbiotes. Uh, what did you guys think? Can I just start with one thing? Why do trailers come with fucking pre-trailers these days? I don't understand why you're showing me. They fluff of the you a little bit. They try to fluff you up a little. But, bit. but you're, you, I'm about to watch this. Why are you showing me something? I'm hey, about to watch to right the preview. Now. It's fucking ridiculous. It's ridiculous. You know what I got came away with? Yeah. Is that Venom needs to go to fucking White Castle? <laughs> why he's a little skinny? No, he's always hungry. He's got oh, his he mind is. on food the whole time. He likes look. It's very like in the in the '90s comics run. He he eats organs and brains, and so yeah. there's reference to that in this. I know. It was just he- it was just a little heavy in the trailer. It a was little like- bit. Uh, Anthony, what did you think? Uh, once this oh, thing man. ended, mm, yeah. I mean, it's it's delivering everything I thought it would deliver. It's it's the worst of the comics in the '90s plus the worst of movie making comics in the 2000s. It is kind of a weird throwbacky thing. Yeah, it's it's everything that I I thought it would be. Um, it's one of those where it's like this is expectedly as shitty as I thought it was going to be. Do you think that's um, intentional that it's you want to make like a throwback uh, movie? Like from I don't know what the, their what their intent 90s, is. Early two thousand. I mean, Venom. When whoever he gets full CGI and he's like in his body he looks terrible. And with all that said, I just kind of shrug my shoulders. I'm like, <laughs> eh. I mean, I, I'm not mad anymore or anything. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not upset. I'm just like, eh, this is. This is what we're getting now. It is It is what it is at this yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, we know what we're walking into, which appears to be like a horror comedy thing. I don't know. Uh, let's break this down a little bit because I had a lot of thoughts. Like, that, oh, Wait, one, one thing, that, that title card where it's like we have too many heroes or some well, shit. No, the world has enough superheroes or something. Uh, yeah. It's like marketing like this is the, <laughs> the anti-hero yes. movie. I'm like anytime you have to like go out and like I think even one of their plot synopsises was – they finally bring this badass character to screen. Like anytime you have to acknowledge like anti-hero yeah. or put like We're badass in your yeah. synopsis, yeah. 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 you're just trying too hard. They are trying a little bit hard. I will agree with everything you guys say. Uh, Tom Hardy's delivery still is weird to me. He sounds drunk, like in every line of this movie. He sounds he sounds stupid. He's like, my name is He Eddie doesn't Brock. sound like he could write a report. Yeah, I don't think no. he can write a fucking sentence. I'm not buying. He's a reporter. He's not coming <laughs> like, off. Like I a buy him as maybe like a mechanic. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yes. Yep. He's definitely more of a mechanic. Or a guy changes their oil. I mean, those guys are probably smarter than Tom Hardy. Sure. 
I mean, I think you were uh, and if downplaying he's like those sneaking guys. around, he's not like looking very inconspicuous either. No, no he's wow. wearing like a dirty ass hoodie, and he's like a bigger dude. He's just so goofy in this. Like, I don't get what kind of Eddie Brock this is. But I found out he is doing the voice uh, of Venom. So uh, I think every major actor actress gets like one or two movies where they're like, I know it's gonna be shit. And I'm gonna just fuck around. And like, I'm gonna like have fun with Anthony it. Hopkins yeah. is in a Transformers movie. Yeah, I think. yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, yep, <laughs> yeah like, yep, yep. This happens. It does happen. That is, yeah. I was that was weird when that was announced, and he's in. I was like, the fuck is Hopkins slumming in this fucking Transformers well, movie? I mean, he's been in a lot of good movies, Tom Hardy, but he's usually. I mean, he was a hero in the Max Ma- Mad Max movie, right? Yep. So he was Mad Max. Which also he had a cage on his face in that movie. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so we finally get to see, uh, we see a couple of new things. We see like he's going to communicate with 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 uh, Eddie Brock, not just in his head, but in reflection. But then the head pulls off and it's talking to him. Uh, what do you think about that little I actually that little think scene? that's pretty cool. I think it's a nice way to show him fucking intimidating Eddie Brock, I guess. Yeah, that's uh, not bad. It's just the CGI is bad. The CGI is very questionable. We finally get a full shot of him. He's huge, and he's that's really when he looks the worst. shiny. And I didn't never imagine him being this shiny. Like I think it makes it look f- even more he, fake. I said he looks like a hard boiled egg. Yeah, with, with like black tar <laughs> over it. So. Yeah, and uh, I also uh, the dialogue. I mean, it doesn't bother me. Yeah. I mean, like I feel like this Venom is. I'm gonna I'm gonna be the contrarian here. Okay. I feel like this Venom is way more on point than the one in Spider Man Three. Well, this follows like, this this '90s uh, series. Which here's the thing: is I'm not really familiar with the Lethal Protector. I stopped reading comics when this thing came out. I'm familiar with the Venom that was in Spider Man comics. Then when he went off and had his own title and and the Life Foundation and all the multiple riots. I mean, symbiotes and you see Riot and all these other ones. Like I never read any of that shit. So I'm like, all right, this is like a a different Venom, but I uh, it does seem very violent. And uh, very just goofy at the same time. It's very strange. Yeah, I'm just talking about the way he looks. I mean, I don't know yeah. about those comics either. Okay, so. so visually he does look like that. No spider on the chest. Yes. Oh, shit. That's an important detail there. And uh, that makes sense. Why would he have the spider? The Spider-Man's not in this. Yeah. What, okay, <laughs> so what did uh, what did you guys think of Riz Ahmed as Riot, the other uh, symbiote we got a good look at? He just looks like Venom with knives on He's his hand. silver Venom with giant axes. Yeah, that's, yes. that's going to be... I mean, we're obviously going to see more, but that doesn't look like the, the, the palettes are too easily distinguished. No, it, and then the, the scenes where they're fighting, like it's hard to tell that's what's bad. fucking going on. I mean, when, when, I mean it looks... We, we have to call it Space Bay. When we called... When we said that... Bruce Banner looked bad in the Iron Man suit when he's in the Hulkbuster. Yeah. This looks way worse. When when he takes off the mask and he's still in the suit. Yeah. I mean, that's floating head city right there. It's very floaty. Also, but at the same time, it's disturbing the way, like, his teeth curl back and come out. Like, it's like... Like a, a horror movie, disturbing. I mean, that's not a bad way to show the effect. But yeah, it's totally floaty. It's and just he, not quite right. No, no, they don't have it right. No. Uh, yeah, that face reveal of We Are Venom. He doesn't look like he's there or like he's, he just, I don't know. He has a very weird look. Uh, the, the di- look, if this dialogue is the best dialogue they have that they're showing us, this is fucking horrible dialogue. But the Venom comics had this kind of cheesy dialogue where he's like, I want to eat your brain. I mean, the, the 90s comics weren't, they weren't good. That's the, that's the, one of the worst eras of comic book making. I mean, the turd in the wind line. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. The pancreas, this is all based off of the sh- I mean, it shitty is. comics. It is. So it, it is nailing that 90s shitty comics when 
They oversaturated the the market and everybody stopped buying now fucking let's comics. Let's talk about it's got you're talking about late 90s comics. Late yeah, like <laughs> mid 90 mid to late 90s. Like after the clone saga. Yes, yes. When everything just started sucking. It just and there exploded was chrome, and there was sucking. like fucking gold foil covers yeah. and fucking chromium covers. <laughs> so, look, I'm really confused cuz like uh this tip still this does not look like it's going to be good. Clearly it will be a guilty pleasure at best, but if I can go in going, this can be a goofy horror comedy. And yeah, maybe there's a do. maybe there's a good story in there somewhere. I don't know. I think, it's I think, definitely something I'm gonna rent, or I mean, I don't rent anything, but like rent. You going to block? You gotta rent it? No, motherfucker. <laughs> you watching this the day it comes out? Because we right. are gonna be talking about okay, it right. on a, the shoe. If I have to, you have to. <laughs> Uh, I'll do so, it. Somebody wrote something. I like this uh, this illusion. Uh, uh, somebody was like, it looks like American Werewolf in London meets Blade, which uh, I think it's kind of appropriate. It's like goofy, low budgety meets violent, fucking dark shit. Ugh. I don't think it's that low budget, though. I wonder how much money they spent, <laughs> they spent <laughs> on this. It feels like it's just not like quite there. There's not like enough quality assurance no it looks like it needs to be polished up a little bit more yeah. i don't know if they're gonna do it uh but yeah i'm still i did wow i was like i'm gonna go see this but like this is not gonna be good this is I mean, not if you gonna saw be this good. on tv you'd think it looked would look it's like good. sci-fi it's level though it's like a yeah. good sci-fi movie which is alarming because this character deserves better and guess what sony they ain't fucking done with him they're gonna fuck up craven the hunter because they have a writer for craven the hunter richard wank who wrote equalizer 2 so, but who's Craven going to hunt? Fucking Venom? Are they going to do that? I got, a, I got a little anecdote. Yeah. At work, Cam. Yeah. You know Cam. Yeah. Godzilla fan. He goes, man, that Venom, that Venom trailer looks like shit. My friend, my other coworker, John, uh, knows nothing about comics. He goes, hey, Anthony, did you see that Venom trailer? It looks fucking awesome. I think there <laughs> is a group of people. And, I and think- I'm like, why do you think it looks awesome? He's like, that's how Venom would look when yeah. I was a kid. I was yeah. like, yeah. Oh, all right. I think the kids who grow up with the cartoon Venom, you know, will go. This is their if nostalgia. You, if you grew up thinking Venom was a badass, you yeah. might like this with the big teeth and the big tongue. But I, a lot of people like Venom. I mean, I even think in our group that's fucking it. The, the it's split a little bit because some people are excited. Uh, I for think Venom. I think most people in the group are are looking at most it and people, being like, "Yeah, this is kind of shitty." Smart and they have good taste and they know that this is not going to be good. I think that if you go in and you're like. If you go in with a, an expectation of this isn't gonna this isn't this isn't gonna like rock my world, yeah. I could be entertained by it. I think it might be okay. I'm gonna go in with levels of expectation, like Ben Affleck's Daredevil level of expectation. That's what I'm going in with this. Eh, well, this is what I think. I think that the way that Venom looks as a character, I think is is pretty good. And I would have liked to see this in a Spider-Man movie and not in a a movie that was kind of like looks like it's makes no sense or in the continuity there's no reason for this movie so like it's like a waste of a venom basically yeah. it's, like a when, uh, it's like when they did like the the you know the dark knight scene in batman versus superman like you just wasted that visual yeah so. it had no place being there and i think like so you see all these other symbiotes by the way he said symbiote correctly fucking riz Ahmed did in this one finally 
I think they made him say it differently. But Woody Harrelson. I think that was a girl that said it. That, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was uh, the symbiotes. Jenny Slate. Yeah, symbiotes, and he says it right. So you know, Riz Ahmed's playing. Uh, yeah, she's completely not in this trailer, by the way. No, we don't see her at all, and everyone wants Carnage to be the bad guy. And there's the rumors of Woody Harrelson. I bet you, I bet you, what's gonna happen? The last fucking shot, he meets Woody in jail, and as he walks away, there's like a drop of the fucking symbiote that connects with him, and then it just cuts to black. Or that's like the post credit scene, and uh, that'll be the Carnage setup. They're gonna do something stupid like that. Seems very predictable. Uh, it seems um, like a big mistake to not throw Carnage in this right away. I that's know that a big probably, fuck up right there. They're, they're probably trying to make this a, a trilogy, but to go from Riot to Carnage, I mean, as a casual fan, you're just going, man, Venom's just fighting other Venoms. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I wonder how big of a hit this need this needs to be for them to be like, oh, this is good. All right, let's make the other ones. Let's make Silver and Black and Craven and let's keep moving. Or <laughs> is this just going to fucking halt all production of Spider-Man-less Spider-Verse? And will Tom Holland be in this? Will oh, we get so. a cameo? In an no, there's no game? need for it. There's no there spider. Is. So. There's no There's no need. Uh, all right, uh, listener, if you want to get in touch with the show, let us know what you thought of the Venom trailer visit our contact page on the website jockner.com slash contact for our twitter our facebook page and you can join our exclusive closed group for listeners the jock and nerd nation jock and nerd. shout out to the nation and welcome new members Dwayne ball Bra- brandon russell and oh i love this name tumelu tlau i think that's right tumelu tlau listen thanks for listening Thanks for joining the group. And Rugs, I don't know if you've been paying attention, but the most uh, craziest thing happened. There is now a jock and nerd fantasy football league. Bro, do you <laughs> even podcast? Well, I won't be participating in that. I both. I, league is closed. It, and it's all full. How many people are in this thing, Anthony? I think 16, 14 Holy or 16. shit, that's amazing. Yeah. Can I tell you, I both love this idea and am like simultaneously repulsed by the idea ah, at the same well, time. It is jock and nerd, Imran. It yeah. is. I love that you guys got together and 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 put this together. Like I love the idea of all these people because of the show now connecting. But this stands against everything my nerd core has ever taught me. You know, I'm the smart enemy of the job. Fantasy football. How fantasy is it? Can I fucking draft? Oh, he's going to make a comic book reference. Can I draft like an ice dragon or a See, fucking goblin? Why, most then, played out joke listen, ever. Don't call it fantasy then. That's all I'm saying. You know what fantasy is? Is dragons and shit. Not made up sports. Anyways, have fun. Oh, shit. <laughs> have fun, nation. That's the, the stupidest thing league. I've ever heard. You know, I got to drop the, bad, the dad joke. I know. I got to do it. <laughs> uh, look, just let me know who wins so I know where to send the stickers. Don't expect any fucking updates on the show. I don't know. Are maybe. you playing for stickers? They're playing for stickers. Anthony already has stickers. They'll get more stickers. They, no one will get stickers if I win. Oh, that's a good point. Everyone stop. We, we will update it on the show. Fine. The results. It'll be at the end of this the show. This is the Jock and Nerd Podcast. I understand. Run. I just like. Yeah. I like immediately when people start talking about fantasy football, like I completely like I have an out of body. I, I love that the, the sports talk occasionally on there. It's great. It's great. Listen, uh, I know I know you don't know what the fuck you're talking about, and you just you're sitting there like I don't know. What just, I just go. That's sc- why you do your little jock things on the side. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you I just worry about Imran. I just scroll past it. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's slightly traumatizing, and then I I, I recover. Oh my uh, god! No, it's why? I'm, I'm I thought I got away from these people. <laughs> How is this happening? <laughs> but Jock and Nerd Fantasy Football League are a series of words I'd never thought oh, would come out of my mouth. Well done. Uh, I got a couple more trailers I want you guys' thoughts on. 
I put this one in there to compare to really see. Oh, I got to watch this while you guys bad, talk about it. Okay, how bad? You do your homework now, Anthony, live on the show. How bad the CGI of that Venom trailer really is? It's the latest trailer for Alita Battle Angel, uh, produced by James Cameron, uh, Robert Rodriguez, with a uh, completely CG female like anime lead. This looks like an amazing sci-fi action movie coming out in December rugs. What'd you think of this trailer? I mean, it looks like it's going to be action packed. Yeah. It looks like it's going to have some crazy, like groundbreaking shit, but like, you know, it's a lot, there's a CG fest going on. This here, is and, a CG fest. Um, Absolutely. The I, anime eye choice is a little dubious. It's a little bit like jarring. Don't you think they made the eyes a little, I read somewhere they were going to make the eyes smaller. They made the eyes a little bit smaller. They should make them a little bit more smaller. Okay. Cause I feel like they're, they're a little still, bit smaller. It's still like not quite there yet. There's a, the uncanny valley there is still hitting pretty hard, but I have faith that this is going to be entertaining. I don't know how good of a movie it's going to be. I mean, who knows? It could blow me away. I've been blown away by uh, sneak sneak up surprise movies before. So you got Christoph uh, Waltz playing up against CGI mocap complete character. Yeah. Based on anime, right? It takes place in America. Oh, this is America. Cool. Wow. The world yeah. building, the way it's like a future, like the, the world and the sets and the scenery look amazing. Yeah. I think act- the actual anime took place in America, too. So I think that that's legit. And uh, basically, um, I saw this movie a long time ago, and it's very stylized and super violent. So movie? You saw the, oh, like the, the, the anime. 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 Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And um, there is things that are right out of the anime. Like when the guy drops those claws down and like chain claws, that's like something right out of the anime. So like you see, like she's a completely cybernetic person and she gets a new body and there's like, you see more bad guys with uh, just robot bodies and human heads. And I mean, it looks fun. Like I'm, I'm kind of excited to see this. It looks like an anime come to life. I just think that those eyes are a little bit dubious. She's badass in some of these action scenes. Anthony, what'd you think of this? I'm watching it as we speak. This looks pretty fucking awesome. Right. Doesn't this look sick? I think the, the the CGI looks great. I mean, she when she interacts with people, I mean, you can tell she looks different, but yeah. kind of almost like it fits. Yeah. Like it's it. They've done a really good job of making it all kind of fit together and not too jarring. Whereas like the Venom, when he turns, when you when you get a wide shot of him and he's yeah. big, yeah, you're like, oh man, he's obviously he's obviously like a that's thing. different. Yeah, yeah. Whereas, this is I think well they, integrated. They've, yeah, they've integrated this very well. Yeah, she feels like she's there and uh, it feels real. Like it's stylized, but they've worked with the stylized nature well, and made it work. She's supposed to be a robot, so she's not supposed to be like look human. Right. There you she's go. She's supposed to be stylized. That's the whole point. So she can look like whatever, and she happens to look like yes. a girl with giant eyes. Yeah, she's supposed to look like a living doll. Oh right, right. Uh yeah, I'm no, I'm excited for this in December. This is like, and then after watching this, I was like, oh yeah, that Venom CGI is is really bad. <laughs> That's not it's not good. It's not good. I'm still gonna watch with joy watching that movie and laughing at it. Uh, the next trailer is kind of a teaser trailer, but there's one very important thing. Uh, it's for Marvel's Iron Fist season two. It's another short kind of teaser. Danny Rand having these flashbacks to him. Training in Kunlun, but you see the mask. Geek bonus. Oh, shit. There's a quick clip, and apparently there's going to be multiple masks. So hopefully what we see is a beginning mask because it kind of looks shitty. No, it's like a cloth mask. It's just, you know, ceremonial. I don't, I don't think it looks all You don't think bad. it looks that bad? That mask is ridiculous, first off. In, it is. In, in yeah, comics. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. So 
I don't really know how you'd pull that. I think that looks all right. I mean, I think if they streamline it, because there's a lot of like the dark eye part around the eye, like that looks a little weird. But if you well, kind in the of comics, it's white, right? right? It, yeah. Well, all, everyone's white. Like Batman yeah. has white. There's no pupils. Nobody. All these masks. Nobody has fucking pupils. That's just how the mask works. But they're gonna give us the mask. I'm uh, excited. I'm uh, slightly looking forward to this. I am actually season. not dreading watching this. Can't be worse than the first. You know, it's only gonna go up. If they hopefully. Look, this is the, the the thing about this is that this dude, he has to like now redeem himself. Yeah. Yeah. So if he doesn't, then that's it's all over. But there's a chance that he that he's gotten enough shit. Yes. Saying that uh, that his season was the worst of all the Marvel seasons that um, maybe that'll motivate him to like really, you know, push himself. I think and I think job. he is. I think I hopefully that does push him to train more. They just and keep get him into the it. same way he was in Luke Cage. I yes, think they might have something. There. A lot of it is in the writing. And now we got mass. So you can throw make in- him uh fucking stoned ass kung fu guy. Just laid back fucking Danny Rand. And even more exciting. I think we finally learned second season of Iron Fist will be. 10 episodes. Oh, nice. Oh, Finally. Shit. A big one for that. Wow. Did they learn? It only took them fucking nine seasons and like eight years or, or whatever. maybe they've Three looked years. at this guy and they're like, man, this guy can't carry 13 episodes. <laughs> Cut those Let's three out. Let's make it 10. Oh, well, I'm hoping that I hope that's the money, I, they the financial decision. I think that if they were smart, they would take the budget of the three episodes they cut and put them into fight choreography and sets and stuff. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and if they're gonna get mystical and reinvest it into the yeah. show to like pump it up, make it better. If they're yep. gonna go back to Kunlun and you have to make you know a CGI whole environment, or they're gonna get mystical, like you're gonna need that mm. money. Don't, don't. They're not gonna do that. They're they're not gonna fucking do that. dragon. Yeah, we're gonna have to see a dragon. No, Just don't spend it on the dragon. Borrow the dragon. I don't, don't want to see the dragon. Have HBO lend you their dragon CGI model and just pop it in there. They don't no, have that money. Nobody, nobody will care. But 10 episodes. Uh, finally, let's see if it helps. This is coming out September. September 7th will be the third Marvel on Netflix season this year. Wow. Yeah. They're giving us three a year. Three seasons. And, uh, you know, we're getting three Marvel movies a year, but we may be getting more because let's just get to the big news. That, that in Do you realize, guys, in December, we announced of 2017, six months ago, was when we talked about Disney was buying Fox. In that time, Comcast steps in, makes a bid, Disney counterbids, Comcast backs off. The government lets Time Warner buy AT&T, or the other way around. I forget what happens. And the government even goes, all right, that's cool, Disney and Fox. You can buy Fox, Disney. Go ahead. The shareholders have finally approved the $71.3 billion merger. It is a done deal. It's happening. For sure. Absolutely. It's happening. Mm. It's happening. It took six months. The X-Men, Deadpool, Fantastic Four are coming home. This means Disney will now own the X-Men, Deadpool, the Fantastic Four, the Simpsons, Avatar, Family Guy, American Dad, King of the Hill, Bob's Burgers, Alien, Predator, The X-Files, American Horror Story, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, Ice Age, Rio, and Blue Sky Studios that made those movies, Home Alone, Miracle on 34th Street, The Sound of Music, Planet of the Apes franchise, and Fox Searchlight Pictures. Holy shit. They own all that shit now. And more. And you just, more. You just named a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, there's the, a lot of That shit. is the main and then they they're gonna have the, the lead stake in Hulu probably. Uh this is crazy. Do you think there's enough time for them to put something in the next Avengers movie now? A post I don't even know scene? how they would 
how are they going to backdoor some of these characters now? Like, I mean, you can, you can do Fantastic Four now out yes. of the blue. Yep. You can do that. Yep. So X-Men, that's a tough one because how do you just all of a sudden, yeah, like, mutants. you know, mutants just came onto the scene. So that's going to be weird for them to do. I don't know how they're going to pull that off. I think, uh, I thought I saw somewhere, someone mentioned it. It might have been in the group. might have been Velotti. They might make an Eternals movie, yes. and that's how they yep. integrate this, is that the Eternals then create these They are mutants. working on an Eternals movie, and they could. They, you can start with the young X-Men and uh, have them fuck things up to where there's a whole mutation. To answer your question, though, I think, yeah, there's way more than enough time for them to put in a little X-Men bit. Holy shit, or Fantastic Four. I mean, they four. were like... They were when they were filming Civil War. They didn't get. They were already filming Civil War when they got news that they could use Spider Man. Yeah, but I'm just saying that if if you have to piggyback it on the Eternals, then you're missing a step there, aren't you? You're well, going like too far forward. Uh, that's just mm. a thought. I'm saying to Imran's point of could mm. they put an X Men thing in this? Or anything. Yeah, definitely. I mean, e- any of these characters, like a Fantastic Four mention or a Baxter Building, or start to use these. Nothing will get anyone more excited than you if you throw an X Men teaser at the end. Dude, like, yeah. what if it's an alternate universe like a la Supergirl uh, in the Arrowverse? They could do they could do an alternate universe where the X Men are the only heroes, and then cross them. We well, got the quantum realm now, which uh, you could probably travel to all these dimensions easily. Man, the possibilities are endless. Uh, this is crazy. Is this like I can't wait till they announce Phase Four, Five, the next thing? Uh, and then the big question is, what about these X Men movies that are pretty much done? They're in production. Dark Phoenix, the new mutants. Dark Phoenix is going back for reshoots. There were rumors that they were just going to get scrapped. But IMAX released their uh, earnings report. And in there, they have dates for Dark Phoenix and new mutants still coming out. Uh, Dark Phoenix was originally supposed to debut November 2nd of this year. and was pushed back to February 14th, 2019. What if that's old news, though? Well, New Mutants was on track for April this year. Then it got moved to February 2019, and then it got pushed to August 2nd, 2019. So both movies know. are listed for August and February 2019. Ah, man, that's it, a tough one. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you, you you joke around all the time. Not joke around. You sometimes say that studios don't care, Imran. Yeah. They definitely care. Yeah. And I, I can't see them putting out all this money for movies that won't ever make it. But... If I'm Disney and I want to make this into my MCU, I don't know how you put out these movies. <laughs> and the other thing is the movie, like New Mutants is done. Dark Phoenix is probably almost done. Do you use this? Uh, New Mutants isn't done. Well, I mean, there's a whole movie there that they... Does Marvel own those? They do now. I, I mean... Well, they put them on their streaming service. They could do that. They could do that. It, it's uh, they, New but, Mutants is definitely not done, Imran. They're, it doesn't the cost it's them been, anything to put it on the service. For them to do a wide release and all that stuff, it'll cost them money, marketing and shit. They like did reshoot. That. They're reshooting the they're new reshoot, movies. That's to why it, that's been yeah. delayed. They're reshooting the, the entire thing. So, but could this be a good end point for the Fox X Men universe? And then, like, then you restart over. Like, have dark. I don't know. What do you do with I these don't know. two movies? I don't, I don't, that's a tough call. I mean, right? Jean Grey could probably alter the entire universe, couldn't she? Yeah. But I mean, if you if you if you want to include this cast the of X-Men, these people, yes. Well, not only that, but the convoluted continuity yeah. of the X Men into this. Like, I feel you need to restart, reset it. You can't, I would restart. you know, the, what do you do with it? I mean, well, you, got, you got the snap, and then you got the Thanos Endgame. You could you could restart the whole entire Marvel universe at, 
with the Infinity Gauntlet. So we got Sansa Stark and Arya Stark in these movies, and that probably <laughs> would get people out to see them. I kind of want to see the New Mutants, and Dark Phoenix is probably going to be shit, anyways. Ah, this is a, it's a tricky thing, but apparently they're still coming out. They're still coming out. I would think that they should just not put them out in theater. Just put them on the streaming service. It'll be a a, a draw to the service. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, I could see these like that's Hollywood not a, movies that's that no one's seen. Yeah. And they don't have to spend like usually spend like a hundred million dollars on marketing. They, yeah. they, they just back pocket that. That's not a bad thing to do. Like it would be a shame to just fucking scrap these entirely, I guess, but it's confusing. You want the fresh start. Who knows? We'll find out. There's gonna be lots of crazy shit going on now until you know next San Diego Comic Con. You better believe it. Okay, look, let's take a quick break here. I'm going to play some promos, and we'll be back with more news and tons of email and voicemails from you, listener. And whatever we choose. And whatever we choose. Talking nerd! After these messages, we'll be right back. Hey, my name's Paul, and I'm not an animal expert. I'm Donna, and I'm not an animal expert either. And together we do a podcast about animals called Varmints. Every week we pick an animal, do a bunch of research on it, and bring you some interesting facts about that animal. But we don't stop there. We talk about that animal in movies, TV, and other pop culture. And we talk about whether or not that animal would make a tasty dish, and how intelligent we think it is on the scale of 1 to 10. It's exactly like one of those fancy PBS nature documentaries. Except with more poo jokes. New episodes go live every Thursday wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Or you can visit us at BlazingCaribouStudios.com. <laughs> Varmints! Varmints! <laughs> I'm Jason. I'm Jeff. And I'm Blake from the History of Bad Ideas. And we'll get back to your regularly scheduled program here in just a second, geek listeners. But we do a weekly podcast called The History of Bad Ideas. Yeah, well, we'll discuss things like television or movies or music or games or any other thing that falls into our geek-related uh, podcast knowledge. You can find us on uh, Geek Life Radio Fridays, 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Central, or Radio-Blitz. Saturday, 9 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Central, or you can listen to us whenever the hell you want on iTunes and Stitcher. Check us out. Roger says goodbye. Goodbye. Listener, join our awesome fan club. Visit jockandnerd.com slash Patreon, where uh, for as little as a dollar a month or as high as whatever you want to give us, you get access to bonus content, a whole nother RSS feed, a whole nother podcast, Jock and Nerd podcast feed just for our supporters. What's in there? Well, this week I saw Mission Impossible Fallout and I decided to record a quick review and put it up just for our Patreons and oh, shit. holy shit, that movie is amazing. Probably one of the best action movies I've seen. Yeah, I want to see that. In a long time. It's a spoiler free like review. Mission Impossible movies. This is a franchise that gets better and better. It's 22 years old and it still manages to get better. Amazing. Check that out. Uh, I've been saying that since day one. You have. You've always been a big supporter. Fucking Tom Cruise is a fucking maniac. But the stunts in this movie are worth the price of admission. Go see it on IMAX. Listen to. That dude doesn't like to fail. No, no. He's he's learned how to fly a helicopter. Oh, shit. Who fucking does that? It's amazing. Uh, he broke his ankle running, jumping, uh, jumping yeah. across a roof. Yep, jumping from building to building. The guys. Oh, up. do you know that that's th- that whole thing with the mustache gate? Yes, with Tom Cruise. Yes, 
Are you going to talk about that? Well, I did mention that in the review. I think that he could have shaved his mustache off. And in fact, I read Christopher McQuarrie said it would have been okay for him to do it. Well, what happened was uh, they were going to, they needed that dude. What's his name? Henry Superman. Cavill. Henry Cavill for uh, uh, Justice League. Right. And he had the mustache. So then they're like, well, listen, uh, if we shave the mustache, we'll, if we get him for the, the reshoots, if he shaves his mustache, we'll pay so you can remustache him with CG. Well, they were going to give him like $3 million or yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, no. And then they're like, why don't you just give us $3 million? And then you could have, and, and they were like, no. So they're like, fuck you. Yeah. You put the, you take off the mustache. So they did that. Yeah. And then Tom Cruise broke his ankle. Yeah. And they had to and stop then, anyways. They, yeah, they had to stop shit, anyway. So I, he could have totally oh, shaved it. He had plenty of time to he, do it. He, <laughs> he totally could. And, you know, the thing is, like, there's close-ups of him on giant IMAX 70-millimeter screen. Like, you, I think it would have been fine. I, even if he let it grow back a little bit, they were going to shut down production. But, yeah, he did, that, all that didn't need to happen. We didn't need to have a floaty-lipped Superman in Justice League. I mean, yeah, it's weird. one of the things that fucked that movie up. Not the only thing. It's not completely that fault. But... Uh, the mustache did not have a plot point, which is what I was hoping that there was this mustache was going to be important to the story. Did you see that clip of him like uh, when he's fighting Tom Cruise in the bathroom that yeah. he makes his beard appear? No. Like there's one scene where like he pumps his fists. Yeah. And I guess it's a cut like they it's an edit. Yeah. But he must have had like a little bit more fuller of a beard so the next beard day. Pops. So it looks like his beard gets fuller. I did not see that. That's you crazy. Got, it's it's all over Twitter. I will have to check that out. Yeah. Uh, back to the fan club. Here's some other fun shit. If you join up ten dollars a month or more, all our fan club members who pay ten dollars or more get to pick a movie for us to review. Uh, and it's quickly turned into pick a movie. Uh, to force Anthony to watch that he would never watch. <laughs> oh, he doesn't watch him anyway. Which he is, which is also that. hilarious. Look, we've done two. We did The Crow. People love yeah. that. And he watched it. So Matthew Lawrence, uh, last week, Anthony, he updated his uh, tier to that. And I've confirmed his movie pick is uh, the movie starring Hugh Jackman, Zendaya, Michelle Williams, The Greatest Showman. Is that the magic movie? No, it oh, is P.T. Barnum. It's a musical about uh, oh, P.T. Oh, Barnum who invented the circus, Barnum and okay, Bailey Circus. Fine, okay, fine. Okay, Rod Hans wrote in finally. He was the last one to pick his movie. He writes, I have finally selected the movie I would like to have reviewed for the $10 tier that I'm at. I would like Zack Snyder's masterpiece, in quotes, Watchmen. Oh, shit. Reviewed by you guys. I will oh, let you God. guys determine if it should get a what the fuck happened treatment. But since. Director's cut or like the, the theatrical version? That's a good question. Ron, since, answer that for us. Uh, Ron sent us that answer. He said, since I don't think we'll be getting a Zack Snyder movie soon, I thought this would be fun for me at least. I'm down with both of those. Pay. I'll watch anything. You know that. Uh, so that's great. We got. I don't think Watchmen's a what the fuck. No, I think no we way. just review it. Yeah, I think you just review it. Yeah, yeah, we do. because we didn't what the fuck Man of Steel. We shouldn't what the fuck Watchmen. You can't no, what no. the fuck I, Zack I Snyder think Watchmen's until a better film Batman versus Superman. Yeah. Yes, yes, Definitely. yes, yes, by far. Yes, yes. So it'll be interesting to kind of watch some quality Zack Snyder. Both great picks. You can also force Anthony. To review as long a movie. as you give me a, an outlet to watch these, I'll watch them. Well, I'll figure it out. We'll get yeah. you. We'll get you the movie. Join the fan club, slash patreon Back to the news. We have to uh, update everyone on the James Gunn situation that has still been continuing. Um, you guys probably uh, already know the story so far. Uh, yeah, he got fired. Got fired. He was making ten-year-old uh, jokes tweets. about little boys. 
Yes, and Disney <laughs> fires him right away. Ten days later, the cast of Guardians of the Galaxy uh, posts this really heartfelt, poignant letter in support of him. Everyone nice. signs it. They fully support James Gunn. And then rumors pop the next day. Uh, Disney meeting with James Gunn for possible rehiring. Oh, shit. Everyone's heart got a flutter. We all kind of want to see this fucking uh, right-wing hit job not affect this guy's career. Plus, he wrote and directed. This is his baby Guardians. Uh, but uh, Anthony, ultimately, uh, next report came out, Variety. Disney unlikely to rehire Guardians of the Galaxy director James Gunn, ex exclusive from Variety. And basically, what it breaks down to is they're not going to rehire him. They're going to be looking outside of the MCU for a replacement. So we're not going to get like Favreau or the Russo I don't brothers. think he should be rehired. Well, so. okay, we'll get to that in a second. They claim that they did not know about the tweets. Somebody touch my spaghetti. That is the biggest fucking bullshit that I've ever I heard. So much bullshit. I actually believe that. Really? Yeah. Explain yourself. I mean, why, at, at this, I mean, when they hired him, which was, what, 2011, 12, maybe? Yeah, yeah. I mean, even though that's only six, what, six years ago, five years ago? How, whenever they fucking hired him. I mean, we've gotten crazier with the tweets. We're look, like looking up the tweets. I don't think people were looking up tweets back then and being like, hey, you said this in Twitter back whenever. But the thing is, in 2012, he already apologized for these tweets. It was already a I, news I don't, story. I don't, I don't think they were. How did I don't, they not right, know? But, okay, besides the tweets. I don't think they were looking All right, up this stuff. James Gunn directed trauma, trauma films. Slither. Sli like, I mean... Tromeo and Juliet, there's yeah. a scene where the, a snake dick pops out and a girl's stroking it. These are tasteless, offensive you, you, like, films uh, for yeah, a reason. No, I'm not asking about the tweets. I'm not, I'm not talking about <laughs> the tweets. But I'm just saying, they knew, they knew that they he knew was he a made sick those. dude. Yeah, they knew his oh, sense yeah, of that, humor. Like, yeah, I mean, they, they're, they're definitely capable like of He made a that. video game. He was a, uh, he was a, cre a creative uh, person on a video game, and he... Uh, the video game is like a girl in a schoolgirl outfit with huge tits with a chainsaw, like cutting people's heads off. So it's like he, they know that his this guy is. I mean, they knew this who they were hiring. They would go and that, look at what that, he what movies he made. That's why they hired him. Yeah, but I, you know, it's just ironic that like the Guardians of the Galaxy movies are about people who are trying to redeem themselves from their shittier previous selves. You know, Disney is not. Back. I mean, I'm not saying Disney. Disney is not. A bastion of fucking light. Oh, they've made racist <laughs> cartoons for fuck's sake. Come on, Disney. Look at yourself. I just don't think they knew that about the tweets because it wasn't something they would have researched when they hired him. I, I think it's bullshit. I think they knew. Rugs, you just said you don't think Disney should rehire James Gunn. My question is flip that. If you're James Gunn, do you even want to go back and work for a company that so quickly threw you under the bus? Uh, without any kind of, I, th I like, think he would want to go back because he loves that cast. He does love the cast yeah, and probably do it for them and the yeah. material. And it's he not like, loves, and he loves the material. Like I was like, why don't you guys boycott? But uh, they got contracts. Actually, I don't think he loves the material because I, he loves the material he created. Because Disney or Guardians of the Galaxy, this is my one of my arguments against canon. If if you love canon so much, you can't say you love Guardians of the Galaxy. It's its own thing for it's sure. Not, not at Guardians all. Guardians of the canon. Galaxy was a shitty comic yeah. for the most part. I know, but it's still and not canon. The characters were not. I mean, I read it. Because I was into Silver Surfer and, and Thanos and all that shit, and um, he took the, the characters and you know made something that people would like, the populace would like, yeah. but it wasn't true to the comic in any way. Correct. Zero much like Homecoming, much like most of the Marvel movies. But the thing is, this guy they had him write the Guardians bits for Infinity War. Like this is how tied he is to. I still think there's a chance he comes back. Really? 
Yeah. But uh, would you? You'd say you think he would want to come back. I'd be yeah, like, definitely. "Fuck you, Disney!" Like, uh, now I you think want me he to come would back? come back. I don't think he should get hired. You don't. Again, you because, don't really. Mm. No, is it because you don't like the movies? No, well, <laughs> you are not the biggest fan of the no, Guardians. No, I just think I I think that they, Disney can't do it. Um, oh, okay. Without looking like uh, like idiots. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And even with enough time, you're saying that, that, that would mean they acknowledge that they made a mistake. Well, yeah. here's the thing. Yeah. I, I I don't think he will get hired back, Anthony. It's because I heard like Bob Iger himself made this him fucking decision. This is what uh, I heard. So there's yeah. no way Bob Iger is going to fucking turn his decision. But I have uh, a I have a side comment for this. Okie dokie. It's that I think that. OK, I do think that James Gunn has grown as a person or whatever. Mm hmm. But I don't think he's a different person than he was when he was forty, when he was doing all of these other movies. You know, yeah. like he didn't, he didn't get Guardians till he was in his forties. Right. You don't really change no. that fundamentally. Like his sick humor and his liking fucking schlock and fucking violence and gore and all that type it's of shit. Still his whole kind life, of there. That's part of who he is. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you I could like that. you know, and, if you think of like the the line where Drax calls Gamora a whore, like it just kind of it's weird. It comes out of nowhere, but it's for like a a you know a yeah. A low bar joke, a low hanging joke. So if like Disney really wants to like come off as like being uh you know this bastion of light and whatever, like they can't stick with guns. The thing is all, all the support he's gotten really speaks to this guy's character. Like Well, I, just because you like fucking stupid jokes doesn't mean you're a bad person. Right. Just because you like fucking uh like death metal doesn't mean you're a bad person, right? Well, I disagree. <laughs> Just because you like EDM doesn't mean you're an asshole. Oh shit! Like, it, like, it's the thing. We're painting people with these brushes that like there's no nuance to them. True. It's like yeah, you can have you can have a sixth sense of humor and still be a good person. I actually i I like that point you brought up, Rugs. I didn't think about it. I, I've thought about it like here and there when he when they when the quotes came out, but him being like or everyone being like he's changed so much yeah. since that happened, right. like. Dude, he was like, he's not a teenager. <laughs> he wasn't, he wasn't <laughs> he, 10. He, he, the only thing that's changed about him is he's woken to the world that th I can't say this stuff out loud anymore. Well, that's the only thing that's changed. Yeah, I think that's the that's the main thing. And it started with people, uh, I would say, athletes that were there because they were, there was a whole bunch of uh, athletes. athletes there's a, it's still happening to athletes. Yeah. So now it's their people are wisening up and they're not saying stuff that they normally would have said 10 years ago. The difference with the athletes, and I'm not giving them a pass, but the difference with the athletes is they legitimately were teenagers when they were tweeting this. Well, stuff. Yeah, that's a, a different point. story. Yeah. I would probably give them a little bit more they, leeway. They, because yeah, they probably really don't know better. Grown up yet. Yeah, no, they weren't. Yeah. But I don't know. I just feel like that it's not that people are this woke thing or being it's, uh, you're just aware that you can't do say yeah, things anymore. That doesn't mean you've changed. Yeah. It doesn't mean you still don't think that shit is funny or you don't think that, uh, you know, like all of a sudden you can't watch a Dave Chappelle stand up comedy anymore because it's too mean or, or Bill Burr because it's too mean. Like, I don't know. Also, I like your example in round two. Yeah. And I'll, I'll list another example of how he's still basically the same guy. Guardians yeah. two. Yeah. The, the part where everyone's dying, like yeah. where he's shooting the arrows and the people are falling from the yeah. sky. Yeah, yeah. Like when you really think about it, that's just kind of a sick scene in, <laughs> yeah. in, in a Disney universe where everyone is just falling. Every, you're to watching the ground everyone get murdered right because now because everyone's getting murdered by yeah. this flying arrow, and he has this mute. It's played for laughs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, I mean, that's just his humor. That's it the is. Way he is. There is his humor, and he slipped it in, and he got it by. And like sometimes it works. Sometimes it's like, what? Did he really need to make a horror joke there? I don't know. Uh, 
But the other he, yes, he did. He did. And he was funny. And he meant and to, he needed and he, to make yeah, it. Okay. And he, <laughs> and he did. I don't know. I mean, it's a joke. It is a joke. But look, let me just. There's another angle. <laughs> if you look at, he's collateral damage of this Michael Cernovich because this guy went after him. After James Gunn, he went after Michael Ian Black, the comedian. Now, Michael Ian Black doesn't have anything to lose. He was just like, fuck you. Here's a tweet. You said you racist, sexist pig. Back to him. That stopped him there. Then he went after Dan Harmon, creator of Community and Rick and Morty. And Dan Harmon quit Twitter because he had some, he had made some like bad movie back in the day that was out there. It was like some short, but this guy this Who is, hasn't. I know, but this the, the this alt-right <laughs> dude is this like a he's an assassin at this point. He's just coming after people for no reason because of this pearl clutching fucking mainstream society that's becoming like Well, it's, it's on both up. sides, Imran. That I reason understand. why this guy started doing it is because yes. There was so much virtue signaling and all this stuff right. for like Roseanne's. just mundane things, yeah, and then Roseanne yeah, is yeah, the one yeah, is the yeah. thing that set it off. Yeah, right. But like you know, forever, like you just say anything. We're in the middle of a mob war here. He, yeah. he, like, he, has, he has weaponized what yes. the left was using as a weapon yes. against them. It's crazy to even think about it like that. Like it's <laughs> he so has turned yes. their own guns against them. <laughs> now what do you do? Do you turn it back and reweaponize it, deweaponize it? I mean, what it, no. Fuck? I think it, what happened is there was a this whole James Gunn thing is great in a way because yeah. he had to be like the sacrificial lamb for yeah. people to be like, whoa, 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 what are we doing? Yeah, yeah. Right. Like, you know? we, gotta, we are we are now. If you are on the left, yeah, you are now overreacting to someone that was on the left. Yeah, yeah. You are now killing your own people. Right. What does that mean? Where do we draw the <laughs> what, line? What are you doing? Where, what are we doing here? Zero, What's going on? What is this zero tolerance shit? Where do you draw the line? Well, the How's whole this point work? is if that, the, the fact, it doesn't matter if you're left, right, just try and use your fucking brain. Right. Just yeah. common sense exactly. and see if something's actually harmful or not. Or, you know, read between the lines. Don't just paint everybody with this broad fucking so brush. So that's a great segue into this next bit. Meanwhile, Chris Hardwick of Nerdist, who his ex- Posted a long, lengthy thing on Medium detailing sexual abuse. He's back. Chris Hardwick gets his job back as host Why of Talking Dead on AMC. NBC's The Wall. Oh, shit. AMC, what, what changed? So AMC, AMC said they looked into it, and they determined that they're going to hire him back. Uh, <laughs> and the, are they just so they're taking a stand that she is fabricating this stuff? I don't know. I think that there wasn't enough. To, to there wasn't enough proof yeah. that he was either trying to destroy her career or assaulting her or mistreating her. There, there might have been inclinations or things, but not enough for them to like without because he could sue them. Yeah, right. Yeah, for wrongful like, termination. He could sue them for yeah. wrongful yeah. termination and based on like you know libelous things. So, so AMC mm. had investigated the allegations, and when they thought it was cool, NBC just went again uh, along with them and like, all right, well, if AMC's putting them back, he can host the fucking wall again. We got to get these shows out there. So look, I don't know. This shit goes both ways. Things people go, they come back. I thought that was very interesting. Chris Hardwick news uh, uh, amongst all this James. Gun news. Do you think that sh that this girl's gonna drop some proof? You know what? She, I saw her response to this, and I, she seemed cool with it. She said, "Look, I didn't put his name in there on purpose, not to ruin his career, but just to put out there that this happens, that women stay quiet, that you may have this same thing, and you know, not to think that you're the only one." She seems content with with the decision. So I don't know. I don't know. Cool. Interesting. Yeah, very interesting, very interesting. stuff. Uh, let's move into some crazy casting news and a couple of awesome movies coming up, like the Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie that they are actually making. This is being made. This movie is going to have Zazie Beetz. This is crazy. Who is Domino yes. from Deadpool. 
Bob De Niro. Oh, shit. Fucking Robert Bob. De Niro. I call him Bob. We're on Bob. first name fucking terms. Mark Marin, Brian Callen, comedian who's uh, been on a lot of Joe Rogan podcasts, uh, are all going to be in this Todd Phillips Joker movie. Uh, De Niro is playing some kind of uh, 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 comedy uh, owner, comedy seller, comedy store owner. And then Mark Marin is his assistant. And apparently De Niro causes Joaquin Phoenix's Joker to go mad and snap because of how he treats him, whatever. This is a very interesting cast. Right. And then movie. Brian Callen says he play, he's playing a stripper in hot pants. <laughs> he, that's what he said. He talked about it on his podcast. How he's playing this male stripper. Yeah, he give him credit. He has his own actual podcast that's really yes. good. Uh, what's the it called? Also on the Goldbergs too. Yeah, it's on TV. What's it called, the, Anthony? The Fighter and the Kid. Yes, and I. I mean, I love when he's on Rogan. Uh, it's all those are yeah. always hilarious shows. But dude, this I'm even more. This movie sounds amazing. Like w- this is going to be like an Oscar quality, like Joker fucking movie produced by uh, Scorsese. W- what is going on? This is nuts. <laughs> I got I'm, no comment. I'm all in on this. I, I'm curious about it. It doesn't sound like it's a dumper. It's a dumpster fire. I no. can't even talk. About it. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It's a dumpster. It doesn't sound like a dumpster fire. I can't. Talk. It doesn't sound like it's a dumper. <laughs> a dumper fuller. A, a thumper. A dumpster liar. A romper. A romper. <laughs> a romper stomper. <laughs> I'm in, man. I can't. A rump shaker. I mean, it's again. It's 55 million low budget. This better be some fucking gritty shit. They're I spending can't it wait. all on the cast. Yes, I mean it Dude, must have been. Bob a- probably gets fifty million. Of Bob's that. like, I want, I want forty five <laughs> of that fifty million budget. You fuckers, I'm Bob De Niro. But I think when they saw, I feel like when they saw Joaquin Phoenix accepted this role, everyone was like, Yeah, all right, this is like a legit thing. I I respect this guy and uh, fucking Robert De Niro. Finally, in a in a superhero movie, I feel like Marvel uh, missed the boat on getting him. They got the Redfords and the Glenn Closes, and I was like, Could they get De Niro? And DC gets them first. Very interesting. Uh, Star Wars Episode Nine announced his cast. We had already talked about how Billy Williams coming back as Lando Calrissian. Is he still fucking robots? We'll find out in the movie. But the the, the shocking thing is uh, Carrie Fisher will be featured in this movie as Princess Leia using unused, unreleased footage from Star Wars The Force Awakens. Interesting. Yes. Uh, well, I, you think it's just like her on a green screen and they'll just put whatever background in? Oh, I mean, I don't know. Do you have to composite her out of other shots? Did they? Is there a lot of green screen in this movie? It's J.J. Abrams. He didn't really use a lot of green screen. Also returning Mark Hamill's Luke Skywalker. So he's not dead and shit, I guess. He'll be a force ghost something. <laughs> Uh, but in this movie will also conclude finally. Thank you. The Skywalker saga. This is the end. Let it be over already. Please let it die. But how are they going to use Carrie Fisher? Reminds me of the crow. Like it, what, how, how are they going to do this? Will it be noticeable? Although in rogue rogue one, there was a guy who had been dead since 1994 and Anthony, you didn't notice. They, I did not notice. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so it can be done, but I'm glad they're not CGing her and they're actually using footage. Peter Cullen, right? Peter Cullen. I was like, that dude's been dead for twenty years. I'm so I feel so stupid not noticing that. It was it was pretty amazing. Uh, and then let's talk about this Terminator movie a little bit because they put out their first image. And Rugs, you tweeted out this story from the Hollywood Reporter that I really like this guy's take on this picture that features Natalie Reyes, Mackenzie Davis, and a badass looking Linda Hamilton with shades and a fucking shotgun. Just and then there's just smoke and uh, uh, something happened behind them. They're looking at the viewer, but the headline is "What New Terminator Image Gets Right About the Franchise." This guy's whole take is for the first time since James Cameron left, and he's back to produce this. 
they're getting the thing right about Terminator is that it is a movie about a strong woman saving the future and saving humanity. It's not even about the Terminator. And after Terminator 2, this is the first time we get to see Sarah Connor since Terminator 2. They kind of forgot about that. And all those movies Where the fuck's John sucked. Connor? I don't know. Is he He's gotta be alive, but right? Is he even necessary? Let's let let Sarah take care of it. Uh, one of these one of these women, I think, is like a cyborg or something, or maybe she's a hidden maybe Terminator. Maybe Mackenzie looks like the Phillips. girl in the middle. The girl, yeah. the really tall girl in What's the middle. What's her name? Mackenzie Davis. She was on Halt and Catch Fire, and she was really good in that. Um, so she'd be interesting. What do you guys think? Do you think he's got a point? Is do what did this need to return well, to the strong? Regardless woman? of what kind of angle he's going for. Yeah. You know, Sarah Connor is fucking huge in the Terminator. Cameron right? is good Without, at writing strong women. Well, yeah, he is, of course. And Sarah Connor is the character that we want to see. Yes. And uh, of course, you want to see John Connor, too. So this is like, you never think that you'd get to see, uh, you know, because when we last saw her, she was like maybe in her 30s. Yep. Now she's like. She's 70. Yeah. <laughs> John Connor's got to be like 40 years old. Oh, shit. Point. He would be. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you know, there's he, some time this is travel like, bullshit. This should be right in the middle of the fucking shit when shit's happening. I want to see them bring back drugged out Edward Furlong. <laughs> oh, shit. From the crow. <laughs> <laughs> Crackhead crow Edward Furlong. I don't think. No, just in ju- I mean, I think I think his life has just been. It's been a crackhead. Yeah, yeah. Since this, since that movie, he polish probably, him up, get him some new teeth. <laughs> he probably <laughs> needs this. Oh shit! He probably needs. I'm sick, bird. He probably sick, needs bird. this movie. I don't want to see fucking Eddie Furlong. I do want to see Arnold. But you got two seventy-year-old leads in this fucking movie, Anthony. Does this photo and this article make you more excited for the Terminator? You know, it's six? cool to see the women out in front. That's that's cool. I, I'm just not. I'm over the Terminator <laughs> franchise. Although I like Sarah Connor being back, at Linda Hamilton, it's just it does give it something. Yeah, that the other ones don't I'm, have. I, yeah. It does. It does distinguish it a little bit. Just ever since Salvation, I've just been super d- disappointed. It's a shame that like Predator is where it is, and now Terminator is where it is. And uh, well, the thing about Terminator, I, I know it's cool to see. Did her you ever back, watch the Sarah Con- Connor? Qua- can't talk. Sarah, Sarah, Sarah Connor Chronicles. Yes, I did not. That's a I, good I think show. Terminator should have ended. Just real quick, I think it should have ended after T two. That was a perfect ending. I'm excited to see the Sarah Connor again after T two. But the Sarah Connor Terminator, Sarah Connor Chronicles featured her as the lead, and then like a, a badass lead female Terminator. Yeah, that was there to protect him. I would watch it. That, if I were you? It's a great you have show. Any inclination? It's actually Terminator yeah, yeah. It's a really yeah. good show. And uh, we'll see. We'll see if they can breathe some life into this thing. Last thing in the news. Let's talk about Movie Pass. Listener, do you have Movie Pass? Were you thinking of getting Movie Pass? Well, don't uh, do it. Huh? They may not be around for much longer. They fucked everybody. They shit the bed last weekend. Here's what happened. They were running really short on cash. They borrowed like $5 million at really high interest rates, like loan shark interest rates. Yeah, but do you know why that this happened? Why? Because... What they were doing is they were trying to work with the the reason why they rolled out this ten dollar a month thing. Right, they lowered the price. Get, was to get everybody into their program. All the theaters. They they wanted no, you, they wanted people oh, to sign up. Okay, right, right. Like this is this is unbelievable. Ten dollars all the movies I can watch, and then they were going to use those people, those memberships, to to like uh, basically racketeer the theaters ah. into giving them a cut Holy of concessions. Sh- oh shit! Right. They're strong so the theaters them. are like, fuck you. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So they're like, okay, so now we're going to uh on our service, we're gonna start taking theaters out that can use the movie pass. 
and basically it was like a standoff and they lost. Yeah. The, the theaters didn't cave. And now they, they were hoping that they were going to run out of loss until the theaters caved and gave and them then, a cut. And then they could then get they, some they money. Would be, then they would be solvent. And they ran out of money. So it was a fucking cock game and they lost. And they called their bluff and they lost. So that led to outages in the service all weekend, customer service problems. People couldn't call. They had blocked out tickets to Mission Impossible. You couldn't buy tickets to Mission Impossible Fallout. Oh so afterwards, how do they remedy this for the customers? Uh, they said they're going to raise their subscription fees from $10 to $15 to pay back that loan. And they're going to prohibit you from buying tickets to major studio films in the first two weeks of their release. The minute they send this press release out, their stock dropped to 49 cents. Oh, shit. It was $32 in October. Wow. So they yeah, shit, shit the, bed, big time. the bed huge last week. In fact, when I saw Mission Impossible Fallout, AMC has already started promoting their service called Stubbs A-List. And I think it's going to be a hit. I think they watched what MoviePass did and... There, it's great. Three movies a week, whatever uh, format you want, you can buy it right on the fucking phone. Reserve your seats, no problem. Uh, sounds very promising, but uh, I've seen some subscribers say they're gonna just keep using it until it's over. But I don't think it's gonna be around. I mean, I'm seeing this one kid had to saw an additional surge of six dollars on yes. new releases. And there were yeah. surge prices. They were doing an yeah, Uber this thing. Is, this is dying. They do not know what to do. They. This is dying. I only go to one movie a month anyway. I so think the it. potential of this model is there, but it's an early, early version of it. And somebody, well, what, what happened figured out. is it's like they, Bitcoin early. They on. were like the big, they have all the movie studios and everyone with a ton of money was looking back at this and like, okay, let's see them run this experiment. And they're going to, they're going to run this yeah. and they're going to do everything and they're going to test out everything yeah. for us. And we're going to watch and make them. all the mistakes yep. for us. Yep. We're going to watch them and everything they do, we're going to write it down and we're going to write down the things they fucked up. And we're going to make it better. Once once we realize what to do, we're going to put some money behind us and make it better. And these guys will go away. Don't do those things right. <laughs> that they're doing. So I feel like theater subscriptions are going to spread and grow. And MoviePass is the one that just had to kind of break AMC's them. AMC is going to be old. good. AMC, I love the AMC theaters. They got Their theaters are great. The Dolby Theater is great. The, the IMAX. Watch Mission Impossible Fallout and IMAX if you can. Uh, it'll probably be fucking amazing with those stunts. So... Yeah, ditch the movie pass. We'll see what happens. I still, I don't know. I don't think I watch enough movies to even do the yeah, 20 dollars either. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if it would make me go more. Maybe because I just it's there. I'm like, oh, maybe when I'm retired see. and I'm old. I'm already old, but you like, are way too old. All right, that's it for the news. We got a, a lengthy mailbag to catch up to because we didn't do it last week, uh, and Anthony wasn't here. But before we do that, uh, why don't you, uh, listener, pick yourself up a free month of Stitcher Premium on us on the Jock and Nerd podcast. Jock and Nerd. Just go to Stitcher.com/slash/premium. Use the promo code Nerd. This is good, valid through September 2018. Okay, mailbag. We got two voicemails from our buddy Wes Cranford. The yank from down under. Oh, shit. Now, uh, the big question is, we we wondered what did he sound like, didn't we, Anthony? Yeah. Right? I wondered what he sounded so like. So what do you, before I play this, do you think he has an accent or not, an Australian no, accent? What I do you don't. think? No, I hey, don't. Ruggs, what do you think? I think he has uh, somewhat of a twang, but not an accent. Okay, well, let's find out. Here's the first one. And this one, he's referring to our Luke Cage review. He's going way back to catch up. Okay, hi guys. Um, yeah, <laughs> I didn't know how to work this. I didn't even know this was on my phone. <laughs> I'm a moron. Okay, so anyway, eating like a Danish aristocrat. 
he's taking little teeny pieces of food on his fork and he eats like a little girl. It really annoyed me. A big, huge man about? like that would oh. not <laughs> eat so daintily. Really took me out of it. And now I finally understand what Rug Boy is always saying in regards to that. This is my voice. <laughs> I say a lot of good days. Good day, mate. Uh, but I still sound like a yank. Yeah, you and do. I you sound like you're standing on a This car's going And <laughs> yeah, I'm going to keep this short and sweet. Laters. Love your work. Oh, love you, Wes. He has no accent. He sounds like American. Well, he had a little bit of a. You think he did? On, on the yeah, the good like the okay, like he was oh, he was saying it. I, I an Aussie. Twang. I did not even notice that. I love how they add four syllables to the word no. They'd be like, I no. Uh, it's a lot of syllables. What? Oh no. <laughs> No. Oh uh, my God! Imran, stop that! <laughs> All right, here's his uh, reaction to uh, the crow review. G'day, Jock the Nerd. G'day. It's Wes from Down Under. Just wanted to touch base with the crow. Yeah, fucking love that movie, and it was mostly because of the music. The way you said movie was were awesome. My era, as I graduated in '82, and uh, that's when I destroyed myself the most, and music had a big part in it. Uh, I listened to all that alternative, and it was a fantastic soundtrack, even though I've been listening to most of that music 10 years prior. Um, and the Spawn soundtrack was really good for kind of the same reasons, though they blended um, the techno or whatever you want to call it with the alternative. Uh, so that soundtrack was spectacular as well. Uh, Anthony, as far as Imran goes, yes, he's a big fucking child. That's what makes the show work. If it was just us people being dickheads all the time and criticizing, it'd be like every other show. So, um, yeah, if he starts being like a kid, uh, give him a lollipop, smack him upside the head, and tell him to go outside and play. <laughs> Laters. Can you please do that? Ooh, a lollipop. Um, uh, so the Spawn soundtrack, yeah, who, huh? Yeah, who's on that one? I don't remember. Crystal Method. Okay. 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 Marilyn Manson. Okay. Orbital, Corn, oh. Butthole Surfers. Oh, Butthole Surfers. Metallica, Ooh. Stabbing Westward. Oh. A Prodigy, oh. Silver Chair, Henry Rollins, Incubus. This is a good soundtrack. Fucking That's a lot of Silver people. Chair, the 16 year old Australians. I used to love those kids. And Atari Teenage Riot is Wow. On That's a pretty. That's not a bad soundtrack. I've yeah, never. Heard that? Uh, I hear the twang a little bit in his in in the voice. When now. he yes. said movie yeah. too, he yeah. said it yeah. as an Aussie. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I heard it. All right, good stuff. Uh, so uh, we had a couple of responses. I'm happy, Wes, that you can share your voice with us. I'm so glad. You learned how to do the speak pipe. No, he, the well, speed pipe. He, he the speed pipe. He took a speed pipe and then sent us an email. He just yeah. did it on his phone and uh, emailed it over. Do a speedball yeah. and email it through your phone. Uh, we had a couple of great responses to the Crow review. From John Bellotti Jr. and at J-H-U-L-S-F on Twitter. Both of them in their comments made the same observation, had the same idea, and it didn't even occur to me. Brandon Lee would have been an amazing fucking Neo oh, shit. in The Matrix, and he would have been amazing John Wick also. Basically, oh, he yeah. would have been taken all of Keanu's roles where Keanu is badass. Put Brandon yeah. Lee in. I mean, he had speed. Oh, he would have been good. But you could have, Brandon Lee could have done the speed too. He would have been good in that. So I thought that, that, that <laughs> no, was. I like him in speed. Oh, you I like him in speed? Yeah. That's where I fell in love with Keanu. 
I, I liked Keanu in Speed as well. I loved the Sandra Bullock in in, in Speed. She looked great too. And uh, Anthony Ho- Anthony Hopkins, right? Because you know what? Oh, I want to watch. Hopkins. Speaking of Sandra Bullock, uh, no, wait, uh, no, Dennis Hopper. Dennis Hopper. Yeah. Pop quiz, hot shot. Yeah, yeah. Demolition Man. Can I watch that movie again? Oh, somebody. We, will, we, we can review that. Does anybody I like want that movie? Re- yeah, Stallone that, that's the and one with Wesley Stallone Pipes. And Wesley, Wesley, yeah. Pipes. Wesley Pipes. Yeah, yeah. he's in, in the, the future. future. Yo, let's do Demolition he Man. He has like virtual sex with Sandra Bullock. He does. I, I do. I do. I do love that movie. It's uh, there's yeah. some good shit in there. And they wipe right off with a rock. <laughs> really? Yeah. I don't yeah, remember. Seashells. That. Seashells. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> he. They wipe off their sex with seashells. No, they're ass. No, they're assholes. When they sh- take oh. a shit. He's like, "Where's the toilet paper? Like, you got to use this with the one seashell." Oh, oh shit! I, I do not remember that part of the fucking movie. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Uh, moving on, we have a uh, voicemail from Matt Miller. That's actually relevant to the show. Andy has a great question. Also, what's up, jocks and nerds? Matthew James here. All hail the freaking king. That Godzilla trailer we got from this year's Comic-Con looked absolutely amazing. Seeing King Ghidra and Mothra gave me literal goosebumps on my geek boner. Cannot wait to see that movie. It's going to be epic. Aquaman trailer fell a little flat for me. Seeing Momoa reminded me of when he was getting his ass kicked by Steppenwolf in Justice League. So hopefully he has a little better luck this time around defending Atlantis. Black Manta looked very cool. This movie could potentially get the DC Universe back on track, and I'm hoping that it does. Um... The movie that really got me excited was Shazam. That movie trailer looked incredible. Zachary Levi, I feel like, did a really good job of embodying what a kid would act like suddenly getting the superpower set that Shazam has, basically being a god. That movie, I literally cannot wait to see. I'm so excited for it. Uh, I have a quick Easter egg thing that I think I might have discovered. I feel like the kid who was at the orphanage with him with the crutch, who was filming him in the trailer, might be the kid that was interviewing Superman at the beginning of Justice League. Asking him the questions, like the big fan. There's a lot of references to superheroes in the trailer of Shazam. So keep an eye out for that one. Wow. Last trailer was Overlord, J.J. Abrams continuing the Cloverfield series. That movie I was pretty that. awesome as well. Don't know if you guys have seen or heard about that yet. Um, I was watching the Boondock Saints the other week and started thinking about how the 90s and early 2000s movies are not as heavily CGI'd as today's movies are. Wanted to know what your guys' favorite decade of movies was in terms of cinematography and just overall style, the way they shot things. All right, guys, see you later. Yo, I love this question. That's a I, that's a listen, great question. Who wants to start? Um, I well, Anthony Go because he's he's the youngest. <laughs> I don't have very many. Beauty. I don't have very very many decades to go. No, off you don't with. have. Very, but you've not watched movies from other decades, Anthony. The Cods. That's true. I mean, think of the Decods. Everyone fucking loves the eighties. I have no. What's I, your they, What's your favorite non superhero movie? non-superhero movie i like shawshank redemption a lot okay okay nice that's like late 90s i think 90s probably just because that's when i grew up although like i look back at a lot of the 90s movies and i'm like man i like that stuff <laughs> um i mean i i i'm a big marvel guy so these these 2010s mm, has been great for you, yeah for yeah. your age that's a it's interesting rugs what would you say i'm going to say it's it's weird because there's a lot of great stuff from all different periods yes. but yeah. I'm talking about variety. See, what happened is um, somewhere in the 80s, like uh, there was this like uh, kind of artistic explosion that went started and then that went from the late 80s into the uh, 90s. Like there was people doing like these big uh, movies that were like Pretty Woman and stuff like that that were like really, uh, you know, for the theater, popcorn, feel good movies. Right. And then there was like this dark undertone that came with like all these indie filmmakers and they started getting hot and like Quentin Tarantino yes. and all these things. Yep, yep. And you know, David Fincher, yep. all of these guys wanted to really like, yeah. yeah, Darren Aronofsky, 
all of these guys that were trying to like push for something different. And it was like very Kubrick like, yes, uh, where they were like, so like there was a bunch of guys in that Kubrick era that were really awesome. And then there was like De Palma and all those guys like that. And now you got had the second resurgence. So you have like the Godfather and Kubrick yep, and all, yep, and, and yep. all you know, yep. Scorsese yep. and all those guys yep. in, in the seventies. Yep. And then it kind of lulled into this like, Popcorny type, real eighties campy, yeah, like just, family films. Yes. And then and the towards the end of the eighties, all of a sudden, yeah. And I'm waiting for this to happen now. It, it, we have all of these yes. studio films yes. that are just big budget, yes. like you know, money makers, but there's not anything behind them yeah. a lot of the times. Yeah. So I'm waiting for this like resurgence to come back. Um, especially with music too. It's like it, it, music and movies were. They're interchangeable because, like everything, they find out a formula. They 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 fucking that's squeeze why it. Grunge all happened, it. you know. Yeah, that's the whole reason. Uh, so, what is your answer? I'm gonna say that same time. So that's that, really interesting that you said that because I kind of feel the same way. I was like, I love a lot of the movies from the '70s. There's yeah. some fucking brilliant shit. One flew over the cuckoo's nest. Clockwork Absolutely. Orange, The Shining, like amazing stuff. And the '80s had less of that, but there were some important movies in the '80s. But then for me, like you, Rugs, I w- it was in college in the '90s. I was really getting into filmmaking and auteur directors and their work, and looking at these movies. And for me, I'm you know the set the '90s. The Quentin Tarantino age, the mid nineties. I loved everything when True Romance, Pulp Fiction, uh, the what's the other one with Woody Harrelson, uh, Natural Born Killers, uh, Pie, Darren Aronofsky movies. Holy shit! That 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 was a great time for movies as well as the seventies. So I'm gonna say seventies and nineties. Yeah, I think also uh, before this whole like uh, the Disney bought Marvel and started making all the movies. Yeah. I feel like that we had some really cool ideas, especially with Batman and stuff like that. Uh, you know, with the well, Nolan like the Matrix. Like do you where do you count that? It's yeah. late. It's like ninety nine, late nineties. It's yeah, kind of 90s. the next wave. That was the next yeah. wave, and then they just they had so much potential, and they blew it in their fucking sequels. You assholes! <laughs> what were you doing? You just went the no, wrong that Matrix way. movie. Like really, like yeah, it really opened up a whole. The Matrix movie is an all timer. I mean, that was as big as for movie making as like Pulp Fiction was for people making, oh, we're going to make nonlinear movies that are gritty with vague ca- like characters to shoot each other because like everyone loves that now. And then he had the same thing when The Matrix was like, holy shit, you could do this. I mean, there's still great indie films now. Yes. You just have to find they're them. They're harder to find. Exactly. They're not making billions of dollars. Right. Like the, the whole thing got into the corporate head of these companies like, dude, we can make billions of dollars. Right. We don't no longer have to make like a couple hundred million. We can make fucking billions. So they won't even look at anything unless it has that potential. But you still get movies like The Big Sick, which is an amazing indie artful movie. Right. And I was surprised came out, you know, in this time the way it did. Right. But like, you know, like, was it? I mean, Pulp Fiction was like everybody went to go see Seven. Everybody went to go see Yeah, it wasn't like that. Yeah. Fight Club, everybody went to go see. Oh, Fight Club. See, that whole era, dude, that's the best fucking decade of movie making right there. Holy shit. All right. Lewis Paz checking in uh, with a really good question. What's up, guys? It's Lewis. Um, I'm sure you guys are going to cover this on your next show. Uh, what everybody thought was a possibility or uh, speculation and a what if is finally a certainty with Disney buying out Fox. I'm sure you guys have already heard of this by now. So um, I'm curious to know who do you think without going way too big, because I feel like everybody you talk to is like, yeah, X-Men versus Avengers or this or that. I'm thinking now the whole playing field shifts Right. In writing, everybody who's involved in writing all these movies and Kevin Feige, 
and all that jazz. I feel like everything is going to shift now and whatever plans they had originally, they're probably going to go back to the drawing board on some later ideas. But my question is, who do you think should be the next big bad? Uh, not next, not next movie. I'm talking about a couple years down, the guy they built up, the way they built up to Thanos. Uh, who should be the next big bad in the MCU now that they have all their characters underneath the Disney belt? My mm. personal opinion Doctor Doom. Whoa. Let's get bring it back to a big bad on Earth. Stay out of space for a little bit. Um, maybe that direction. Anyhow, just want to know your thoughts on that, man. Good yeah, question. Doom's definitely the Doom's ringer. A one. Doom's a good one. Doom would be amazing. There's so much you could do. The, the two that I thought of off the top of yeah. my head were Doom and, and Galactus. Galactus is an, yeah, a, another big threat. Of course. Uh, there's lots, man. You got, got King. You got King the Conqueror, good. who's a time traveler. That could always work. Uh, the Skrulls are could be uh, interesting. Like the Skrulls will be in Captain Marvel, but you could have like the main Skrull, like the Super Skrull dude. Super Skrull, right? Uh, what about uh, Annihilus? Would that Annihilus be too crazy? Good. Annihilus would be a little crazy, though. Yeah, Annihilus. Would I mean, be- I don't think it'd be the big, biggest, biggest. I think a movie with Annihilus would be right, cool. Right, right. You could also I mean, turn Magneto into Magneto. a huge threat. Yeah, Magneto's the Dark Phoenix. You know, you get you have so many. Sinis- Mister Sinister. Could they make yeah, Mole the Man? Beyonder, <laughs> Beyonder. What about Mole there. Man? Could they make him into an impressive villain? I don't think it's the big, big bad, right. but Mole Man will be in it. Yeah, Mole Man will be. I mean, they made a movie with the Vulture. The thing is that they fucked up a lot of people. They, they didn't use Mephisto yet, but they used uh, Doramanu. Doramamu. Doramamu. Doram, Doramu. <laughs> Doramamu. I have come to barter with you. They, they've already used, uh, they've already used um, uh, Ultron. Which mm. is a huge one. Yeah, they burned a lot of big, uh, big characters yeah, that would make great villains. What about Juggernaut? Juggernaut's cool. He's but unstoppable. I mean, but he's, he's not Deadpool. Yeah. But they fucked up Apocalypse. But they own I mean, Deadpool. They could, they, yeah, but they, they have to like uh, the Apocalypse him. was yeah. the other one. I thought I was like they'd they have to re- they'd have to redo that. They'd have to redo him, Doom yeah. or Kang or Galactus would it's be. It's got to be Doom awesome. Kang or Galactus or or Mephisto. I just had, hold on, I got, before we go to the next email, I had a, ra- I just thought of a random question. If the James Gunn thing happened to Kevin Feige, would Disney have fired him that quickly? What do you think? I don't know. I don't know. Nobody, never, nobody better just look at his tweets. <laughs> Kevin Feige, <laughs> delete your tweet. I'm just wondering, would they have been so quick to fucking fire that guy? Mm, I don't know. A little double standard there. Okay, we got an email. I don't know. From. <laughs> I think they might have. Yeah. Feige, yeah. the guy who made him fourteen billion dollars. Whatever, but, I know, but I think we're we're at a point zero this tolerance. Is the, this hashtag, is the era, yeah. This uh, is the era of zero. Fucking can't hashtag zero tolerance. Uh, Jimmy the Geek checking in. Hey, Imran, Anthony, and Rugs. Sorry, I went on a little bit of an email hiatus. Took a few vacations in July, but rest assured, I was listening to new episodes all month and enjoyed your reviews of Ant Man and the Wasp, Luke Cage, and The Crow. Anthony and I are the same age, so like him, I'd never seen the movie. He's talking about The Crow. And like him, my first thought when Brandon Lee came on screen was, oh, shit, oh, shit. it's Sting, the wrestler, yep. not the singer. Like you, Imran, I also thought Heath Ledger's Joker took a lot from Lee's portrayal of The Crow as well. That being said, I really enjoyed this movie. Almost like a more raw, darker Punisher with a sweet 90s grunge soundtrack. Loved it. 
Try to watch Masters of the Universe. Couldn't get past the first 10 minutes. Sorry, guys. Dolph Lundgren's lip syncing when delivering dialogue was fun to watch, though. So there's that. You can't, we can't blame him for that, honestly. It's a hard movie to get through. Uh, was hoping you guys could give us some recommendations on stuff to watch. I enjoy when you guys let us in on what you've been watching. I saw that the second season of Glow is now on Netflix, which is one of Rug's favorites from last summer. Anything new or renewed you guys are watching? Take care. Love what you do. Jimmy the Geek. Talking we haven't to- done recommendations in a while, but it's... Kind of a slow period. What can I recommend? Though I, I've seen stuff, but nothing I can recommend. <laughs> anything? I haven't seen anything. Anthony, have you been watching anything? No. You know, my, me too. Since I moved, I like I had to get a new DVR, and so I don't have any of my same recordings, and I haven't reset them, and I've just kind of been free of it for a while. But I have some recommendations. Rugs, do you have anything? I could. Pull some out of my ass. Well, I let's guess. start with the one he mentioned, Glow Season 2. If you saw the first season, you will great. you will love the second season. It's lots of fun, easy to watch. Mark Marin is great being Mark Marin. I got a recommendation. Okay, what do you got? It's on you. I've been watching a lot of YouTube okay, videos. Okay, that counts. So if you ever watch Cinemassacre's um, reviews of horror movies or Godzilla movies, they're pretty fucking funny. And they're pretty yeah. good. So I enjoy yeah. I'll recommend the Cinemassacre channel on YouTube. Don't they did they do like every Godzilla movie? He did every Godzilla movie I've seen that guy's really that guy's really I've seen really some of shit. those. He loves yeah. every he loves horror like no yeah. other. I think I watched you saw you told me to watch one and he He he's I've watched one review where it was an hour and fifteen minutes and he reviewed every Friday the thirteenth movie. Oh my god, all in an hour and fifteen minutes. Yeah. Wow. It's not bad. All right, Cinemassacre movie reviews. Rugs, you got another one? Well, I don't recommend that. No, you have that another was me. one. I, yeah, oh. I'm saying, do you oh, have, do another, I have, an, do I have another, another one? Another yeah. You'd have to have had one to have another that's one. Why, that's what I was saying. All right, well, I got a bunch. No, no. All right, go ahead. Go, go in, <laughs> Go in, Was there somebody, is there a problem? Uh, cloak and <laughs> The way da- you asked that question was off, but all right. Well, what, I'm off, but whatever. Uh, cloak and Dagger tonight is the season finale. And like these, there's this show and the next show I'm going to mention are actually two shows I look forward to right now. Fucking Colkin Dagger is amazing. It, uh, I, I can't wait to see everyone. The season finale would be great. You can catch up by the time this show posts. Also, Sasha Baron Cohen's Who is America on Showtime. Oh, yeah. Three episodes. Holy shit, is it a fucking unbelievable? The things he gets people to reveal and say without even like leading them into it. It's oh, it's glorious. It's so good. Uh, there And then on uh, Netflix, there's the show that I binged that's hilarious called Cooking on High. Basically, this guy who was a YouTuber got the show. He gets two gourmet chefs who cook with cannabis. To, I tried watching that. And then he gets two guests to come. They eat the food. They let it simmer and get really stoned. And they come back and they raid them. And one of them wins and gets the cup. It's completely ridiculous and hilarious. The best parts are when they come back after the meal for their opinions. Because everyone's just fucking giggling. Uh, I thought it was kind of funny. Okay. Uh, I finally saw a huge pothead to enjoy that. uh, Maybe, maybe, (laughs) maybe because you learn a lot. Actually, the other guy on there is like a a cannabis connoisseur. And in between there's clips where he'll teach you about the strains and what they do and how to cook with it. So you learn stuff about cannabis while, but it doesn't hurt to be lit while you're watching it also. (laughs) Because you get really hungry. Is that the old school lit? Get the munchies. Yeah, lit. All like right. a Christmas tree, motherfucker. Hey. Um, I finally saw Creed, everyone. Oh, shit. Oh. Believe it or not. I recommend that. It's very good. Good. And uh, Baby Driver. Good movie. That's a fucking great movie. Amazing driving stunts. And then, like, in the summer, I just watched my guilty pleasure shit, which is, honestly, it's America's Got Talent, World of Dance, and America Ninja Warrior. <laughs> 
I love those. Right. I love those in this shit. hour. It's all bullshit. Okay, yeah. let's go with uh, Rugboy's viewing list. Okay. Here's the rundown. Okay, so uh, my taste when I'm not watching uh, superhero stuff is all over the place. Uh, I like stuff that has good acting and that keeps you kind of roped in uh, with either the characters or whatever. So for character work, it's depressing, kind of a depressing show, but still interesting is I'm Dying Up Here. Oh, I love that show. Yes. Okay. On Showtime. Okay. It's a fucking it's great show. It's about a stand-up comic. Uh, Comedy uh, club in the 70s. Yeah, in the 70s. It's based off of reality. Like Jim Carrey is the producer of it. And I'm I'm sure he's using like the comedy store and all that oh, stuff okay. as like a basis. West, but it's it's very, in Hollywood. Yeah. It's or, very yeah. cool. Great show. Um, yeah. So that's definitely it's dramatic. It's not as funny as a comedy sh uh, show about a comedy club should be, but it's it's good. Great writing and and, and yes. character work. Absolutely. All right. Uh, I'm going to also go with Goliath. Oh, what's that? Starring one? Billy Bob Thornton. Oh, it, it's on Amazon. And that is a lawyer show. Basically, if you like Breaking Bad. You watch Goliath, basically, because it's basically the same thing. It's like Breaking Bad is like an old guy who's smarter than everybody else, but it's like fucked up. Yeah. And this is the same thing. Billy Bob Thornton is a fucked up, like drunk lawyer who used to <laughs> nice. be like the top lawyer in his field. Yeah. But he's just a fucking fuck up and a drunk. And so he like loses everything. He's living in a out of a hotel room. Wow. And in, a client lands in his lap that he has to go up against this big corporation and these fucking lawyers that hate his guts. And want him like not because you know he used to work with them, and it's just him, David, and Goliath going after. I this saw big... that on Amazon. I was wondering what that was about. Uh, the first two episodes, uh, you know, you, you may not know, but by the third one, you're like all in because it's just fucking sick. And, um, and I really enjoyed the. Uh, I really enjoyed it. It goes places that shows don't really better go or worse than Ozark. Ozark season two is out. Ozark's great too. Yeah. Um, I like it just as much. I think they're both kind of comparable. Okay. Okay. Um, what else? Um, what the fuck else was I? What else you watching? I watched, I watched the next Godzilla anime. Oh yeah. Uh, it was boring oh, as fuck. Mm, oh no. Ah, That's what everybody said. It was basically the same movie over again. Well, why? I don't People know. just talking for the whole movie. Yeah, so I don't recommend that. The I fuck? saw it. I don't recommend it. There's still it. another one. Are they finally going to have any? I've been watching this show. It's old. Yeah. It's called Red Oaks. That's also on Amazon. Okay. And that's like, I, I watch it because it, it, New Jersey was in the description. Wait, there's a New Jersey? <laughs> <laughs> and I, watch anything, I watch anything East Coast. So it's like, oh, like, uh, it's, a, it's about like a, a kid who's working at like a golf course, a tennis court, yeah. like a, a country club. And um, basically, it's set in the 80s, and it's just like a comedy kind of stoner type What's thing. this called again? Uh, uh, Red, Red Oaks. Oaks. Red Oaks. Yeah. On where? Amazon. And, okay. Yeah. It's just like, uh, yeah, look, there's eye candy. It's good. Sounds Check good. Sounds good. What um, else you got? Uh, I don't know. What else? Do I, did I you got? watch the finish the first season of The Tick? The rest of it came out. No, I started watching I started it, watching then, that, too. And then I never made it to the end Me neither. <laughs> About um, like episode eight or nine. There's just, you know what? It's one of those things that I don't know. Yeah, uh, it was just weird. Yeah, I, what else I, did I watch that was um, I can't, I can't. There's that's other it. Shit All right, well, look, there's some good recommendations for you, Jimmy. Yeah, hope you uh, find something you can enjoy, and then oh wait, yeah. there was one more thing. Okay, I discovered this show. I haven't watched it. But I've watched all the fight scenes on YouTube. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, the show is called, oh man, well, I can't remember the fucking name of the show. Banshee. Okay. Like the X-Man. 
Yeah, it's about a town in Pennsylvania where, for some reason, everybody knows kung fu and beats the shit out of what? each other into a what bloody ball. What is this on? It's on Cinemax. Ooh, Skinemax. Skinemax, yeah. late at but, night. But um, it's just, I just one fight scene that's on there. If you look at the first thing, if you go on the YouTube and you put Banshee fight scene, yeah. there's a fight scene with Odette Yusman or whatever her name is now. Um, and this guy, and she's fighting him with an axe, and it's fucking crazy. What the fuck? An ex-con assumes the identity of a murdered sheriff in the small town of Banshee, Pennsylvania, where he has some unfinished business. Dude, I don't even watch the show. Just watch Just the watch the scene. clips. Okay. Yeah. Good advice. Yeah. All right. Those are good. <laughs> those are good wrecks. I'm just telling you, watch this fight scene, and you'll, you'll be like, holy shit. Uh, speaking of fight scenes, they were going to remake Enter the Dragon. Anthony, how do you feel about this? Oh. <laughs> um, actually, I mean, I don't have that affinity for the movie, so oh, okay. I mean, I'm, I'm like, oh, okay, they probably cool. shouldn't touch this, right? Who's doing this? Rugs, should they remake this? John, wasn't that the guy that did Wick, John? Wick? Oh, it's is it David Leach doing this? Yeah, right. Uh, eh, right? No. Yes. I mean, it could be awesome, but I mean, yeah, David Leach, you're right. Just make a movie about too. something else. Yeah, kind of like it. Yeah, don't cut. Just do something else. The, the only thing, thing I would say about Enter the Dragon, other than the name, is that that movie has been done a lot of times and just with different names. Bloodsport's the same the movie. Story, like, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, like or like you know, any of those where they have to intro, infiltrate the 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 the, the death tournament yeah. in Asia. Yeah. To to get this crime lord. That's like, a that, trope. That's been done a lot. Yeah. So, uh, itself maybe not the most original, but so take that same trope and uh, make it something different. Put a twist on it. Don't call it Enter the Dragon. Just call it something else. Well, because if you call it something else, it won't make money. Oh, I see what you're saying. They're trying to fucking do the <laughs> I thing. I mean, what, when you when you do the thing where we're like yeah. we're redoing Bruce's movie, yeah. What about exit the dragon? <laughs> <laughs> How about enter through the gift shop of the dragon? Yes, yes. that's a great movie. Exit, exit the dragon. <laughs> enter the dragon's ass. Exit through the Fecal gift shop. Matter. Everybody yeah. should watch. That. <laughs> dragon poop. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, who knows if that's ever going to be made, but, uh, it's just going to be compared to Bruce Lee. So whoever I know you Bilotti put in that, like, was like, he's like no. screaming on, yeah. no, the thing no. is, whoever you put into that is going to be compared to Bruce Lee and you can't compare anyone to Bruce Lee. Yeah, never know, live rough. up. It's It'll a tough never gig. live up. Uh, all right. Last thing before we peace out, I want to promote uh, our buddy, Michael Tchaikovsky. Who runs the website The Vampire Robots and swells s- swells swell Jesus Christ no one nobody can, speak. can talk today I was gonna say sells sweet God Godzilla figurines and merch and uh, fucking all kinds of stuff all kinds of stuff uh, from uh, superhero stuff to Godzilla stuff he was at G Fest and listener you may be listening to the show sweet mohawk he has a sweet mohawk you may be listening because you bought something from him and there was a card with our dumb faces in the order how did this get in there what is this you may be checking us out. So uh, I, I just want to thank him for doing that and promote the fact that he's going to be in Rhode Island. Vampire Robots has a table at an, uh, it's August 24th to 26th. It's called the Neon Retro Futurist uh, Convention. Uh, this thing is really crazy. August 24th to 26th, Warwick, Rhode Island. It says it's a cutting-edge synthetic music festival. Uh, with three days and nights of retro immersion, massive themed video arcade, cult and genre film festival, console gaming time capsule, iconic guest panelists, and a chance to experience the future as imagined by the past, which is what... And no felties. And no felties. Oh, shit. Uh, it's felty free, so he will have a booth there. If you're anywhere near Rhode Island or thought about going to Rhode Island, the pictures of this thing, Anthony, looks like an EDM concert uh, on fucking uh, like acid or something. Like... 
It's there's crazy. Yeah, a lot of people are on acid at EDM. That's concerts. a good point. So it's kind of so, redundant. But yeah, yeah, it sounds like it's like a music slash cult genre. I don't know what it is. It looks cool though. So huh. I'm looking at it now. Yeah. Let's see some of this music. Do you know any of these people? No. For <laughs> for example. No. But hey, Glitch let's, Black let's trying something, Bong huh? Gita Dread with three Ds. I don't know who any of these Face people. Face X Hugger. I don't know. I love Not the whole like retro futurist kind of aesthetic and vibe. It's kind of cool. So if you're near Rhode Island, check them out late end this month. And that's about it. Listener, thanks for hanging out. Subscribe to the show. You can find us wherever you can find podcasts. It's free. You never miss a show. Tell a friend. Spread the geekery. Thanks for listening. This is the Jock and Nerd Podcast. My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the jock. He's the nerd. We'll peep you next time. <laughs> that was slow. That was from our last episode. That's over. He man, what the fuck? Leave that. I did that on purpose. Okay, cool. Yeah. Boy, did you really? I absolutely did. Jockey nerd. I don't believe you. The button is right next to the other button. But I was like, let's give him some He-Man. Why not? <laughs>